Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We're going to go to our Oakwood Heart uh, Jewelers Talk and Text line. We're going to have John Hendricks, a lead writer for Sports Illustrated and also for Boot Crew Media. Uh, John, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. You got to see the OTAs like us. And uh, I think the one thing I come out of the OTAs with is that you're better off today in the pitch and catch part of the game than you were a year ago at this time. Oh, there's no question. I mean, you look at the Saints wide receiver room and just – a pleasant surprise of seeing Michael Thomas out there in some form or capacity was really encouraging. But, I mean, look, you look at the confidence that guys like Chris Lave are playing with or Rashid Shaheed, and, and look, it doesn't stop at the wide receiver group. I mean, you look at, at Juwan Johnson and the confidence he's playing with. You see him some emergence from Lucas Kroll. And, look, you add that in with some of the guys they brought in, you know, uh, a, 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 like a, a James Washington or Brian Edwards or – you know, even a guy like Traquan Smith had a really incredible, you know, showing yesterday. So, look, there's reasons to be optimistic about it. And, and again, it's OTA, so you take some of that, I guess, with a grain of salt. But, man, you look at – you're far off um, from where this team was last year when you had, you know, like in the year before when you had Kenny Stills or Kevin White or other guys like that. The guys just couldn't get it done. Now, uh, John, uh, what is your take? Because I think we could build upon this, but – Obviously, you got to stay healthy and you have to play. Uh, when I look at our uh, secondary, uh, I think this could potentially on paper. Uh, now, we enter the season feeling pretty good about the secondary. Uh, to say the least, look at the Saints finish second, number two in the NFL, and pass defense. Now, uh, can we intercept more balls? Because uh, we struggle to intercept passes or even recovering fumbles. Uh, only the Raiders had fewer uh, takeaways than the Saints at 14. Uh, in fact, uh, I brought this up, that turnover total was the franchise record low and just having seven interceptions. But I just look at that. I don't know how that number cannot grow when you consider, uh, you know, whether you're looking at Alante Taylor or Paulson Adebo starting outside, of, um, opposite, I should say, of Marshawn Lattimore. Then you got Tyron Matthew and you got Marcus May. Uh, but uh, when you look at it, of that group, only uh, Ty, uh, Honey Badger played all 17 games. 
So what is your take? Because I think, obviously, the best pass coverage is the pass rush. But I, I kind of like where we're at on the back end. Now, we haven't all seen them because uh, who's at uh, uh, the OTAs that we're witnessing. But, but on paper, it sure looks good. Yeah, look, Bobby, you touched on something that I was going to bring up. And it's, it, I think it starts with the pass rush. And I think when you look at you know, this team losing David on Yamada and obviously Shai Tuttle and, and, and such, and even a guy like Kentavion Street who had some sacks for you, Look, I think they, they upgraded there, and I think guys like you bring in Colin Saunders, who is, is like a shy Tuttle but had a better grade in his pass rush and his win percentage. You have guys like uh, Nathan Shepard, same type of, of mold, I guess you could say, for like David Onyemata, but again, he has a better pass rush win and rate, according to Pro Football Focus, actually top 10. So I feel good about that with Brian Brisset in there. Just to create some pressure, I feel like it, it's got to start with the guys up front. It's got to get some more pressure because the Saints, I mean, you look at last year, they had what, 13 and a half sacks that came from their linebacking group, which is excellent. Right. And don't want to, you know, take away from DeMario or, or Kate Mellis what they did. But I think a lot of that work needs to start in the trenches, and it'll make plays easier for guys in the secondary when you have a talented secondary just to be able to get more balls, get more turnovers, if you can affect the quarterback like that. John, I think one of the things, it bothered me last year at this time, it bothers me today, offensive line. I think that's the biggest question mark on this football team. Uh, today, you've spent so much money and so many early-round picks on offensive linemen. A first-round pick on Trevor Penning, a first-round pick on Ryan Ramchak, who's been a really good player, but last year he wasn't maybe up to the Ramchak we had seen in the past. Andrews Pete, first-round pick guy, but he's hurt all the time. Cesar Ruiz, he was serviceable last year. I mean, people were, oh, Pat, oh, unbelievable. Because I think he was not good before, and he played a little bit better. And then you have Eric McCoy, who was a second-round pick, but you gave up a first to get him. Uh, that, for me, we're not seeing any of those guys other than McCoy uh, at the OTAs. But Trevor's had problems with injuries. Hurst, you know, is sort of a journeyman guy that can play tackle and guard. You're going to have injuries. It's the most injured spot on any team, college or pro football offensive line. John, I feel the same way I did last year as I feel today. Amen. I don't know anything about this offensive line. And can you get a running game going when you need to and have to? Well, and, and John, uh, like Mike was saying, do you think we can have any more bad luck? It seems like we've had bad luck with injuries. And so we got kind of two strikes. And you know we started 10 different offensive linemen last year? Now, it'd be all right if you had like like uh, six or seven, but that's a big number. You go from six to ten. So now we're <laughs> watching in OTAs uh, Storm, Norton, uh, Calvin Throckmar, uh, Young at tackle. Uh, that's all backups. Uh, yeah. Eventually, some of those guys are going to have to play, and some are going to have to start for you. For me, that's the biggest question mark across the board for this team. Yeah, I, I feel that way, too. It, it, it's, if you look at the offense, I feel great about the skill position. I feel great about the, the running back group. I feel good about the quarterback spot, tight end room, all those things. For me, yes, I think can they protect Derek Carr like they, they feel they can, and can they be dominant and consistent in the offensive, you know, in the run attack, if you will. And so, and I think that's the biggest thing is I'm looking for is consistency. And, look, you, you don't hit on it. They've had injury problems. I mean, the past two years – even going back to COVID and all this stuff, and then injuries last year. I mean, they've had some really bad luck. I mean, it's not anything that has to do with 
I guess you could say training aspect or anything like that. But look, for me, you know, you better have some, some really solid options. And, and look, I think there's some credit due to Doug Marone for getting guys ready to play, but you want to have your full complement of offensive line. And, you know, to be sitting here and saying, well, you know, Andres Pete's going to be good until he's not. I mean, that's, that's, you know, this is a guy who's never played a full season of football, right? And so we're putting our faith, hope, and trust in that. And, and you just have to have good depth behind him, which, I mean, you have serviceable depth, but is it the same as having a starter, a guy like a, a Jari Evans that was there and always knew what you could count on him to do the work? Or even when they had guys like Ben Grubbs in the mix, or, you know, you just knew that that was a spot you didn't have to worry about. Max Unger. Spot, yeah, Unger was another one. But right now, the only play, one you say you don't have to worry about is center. Outside of that, anything's up for grabs. Uh, you know, uh, John, what do you think? I think from the get-go, can we please, uh, when we end September, we're on the plus side uh, in the turnover margin. I mean, if you look at it, because you look where we would rank defensively, even like ninth in scoring, you know, when you give it up 19, 20 points, uh, man, this day and age you should win those type of games for sure. But we were one before last with minus 11 in that turnover margin. Uh, th- that has to change too. I mean, uh, don't you think like going forward, because I think you build upon, okay, like you, maybe you plus one, or then maybe when September finishes, we plus four or five instead of a minus four or something. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you, you look at last year, and I mean, again, you can't just say continuity is going to keep up with the defense, get the changes, and you got some moving parts of pizza, new coaches and stuff. But I mean, you look at last year, those last eight games, this team allowed 20 points or less in the final eight, and they won half of them, right? So I think some of that does fall on the offense. But when the defense needed to create a stop or get a turnover, it just wasn't there. And I think, obviously, you put a lot of emphasis, and you hear guys like Cam Jordan talk about, let's put it on the defense. We want to do this, and we need to do that and such. I think, again, that pass rush is going to be so important for this team this year just to find it wherever they can. I mean, guys like Peyton Turner, this is put-up-or-shut-up type of year for him. The guys like, you know, you drafted Brian Brisset, Isaiah Foskey, guys that are going to affect the defensive line. I just feel like, you know, there and, and on the edge, they can be pretty good. They just got to be there and be present and be able to, to force a lot of that, that, you know, hurry up with some of the quarterbacks. But it's also going to be a nightmare because you look at some of the quarterbacks that they play this year, a lot of dual threat quarterbacks, a lot of younger, you know, younger guys. I mean, it can work one of two ways. They can either get, you know, decimated by them, or they can show up and, and actually do what they're supposed to. But man, I, I just think that when you look at it, there are tons of reasons to be optimistic. But you look at it and say, okay, this can be the difference between this team winning the division and then being one and done, or just barely getting in a wild card, or actually being able to make some type of run like we believe they're capable of. You know, John, I was on the Atlanta radio station, and obviously, you know, everybody's in OTAs and they're breaking down uh, how the NFC South is wide open. You know, I was always giving a hard time the NFC East is the NFC least. Well, I think the NFC South is the NFC doubt. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Or beyond doubt. No, no you, you might win the division, but what does that mean? But at least you won the division. And um, we were throwing out there, uh, so what if just one player – because the Falcons think they've upgraded their roster. So what if you put, in theory, now this we can live in the fantasy world, what if you put Derek Carr in Atlanta and Desmond Ritter with the Saints? Uh, I think the procession might be that Atlanta might have the advantage because they have Derek Carr and we got Desmond Ritter. 
Oh, no, no question. I mean, I think that's the biggest question mark I have with the Falcons is that you've upgraded a lot of talent. But if you don't have it with Desmond Ritter, and look, you know, if he doesn't do what they think he's capable of doing, you know, really early on, they're going to switch to Taylor Heineke. Right. I mean, you're going to have a quarterback controversy, I guess, if you will. And so and I don't know if I'm convinced that Ritter is going to be your day one starter just because Heineke has proven that he can do some things, you know, when given a chance. And so this is something I'd watch out for. But, look, I know Atlanta's got a lot of talent. They, they're better than what I think people are, are giving them credit for. I think they're a legitimate contender with the Saints, but right now with the Saints and their weapons and everything they have as far as their outlook, I've got to pick them in the NFC South, but all you have to do is get to the dance, right? And, and it doesn't matter how you get there, just get there. You can be 7-9-1, you could be, you know, 10-7, uh, and seven, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just get to the playoffs and then let's go from there. One of the things um, I think we always look at rookies, and it's hard to tell because a couple of the picks, one in particular, Kendra Miller, uh, he's he's not been on the field. He's he's still uh, rehabbing from the MCL, and it's hard to tell linemen uh, in any of these uh, pajamas and slippers things. Uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, but man, who's really caught my eye, John, um, is is Jordan, uh, the safety from Minnesota. He knows what he's doing on every play, and he's smooth in coverage. And, and I really liked what he has shown from the first week. We saw it. We talked about it here on Sports Talk. And also to Merriweather, the big thunder back from oh, Massachusetts. From UMass, yeah. um, has there been anybody that has really caught your eye? Because to me, uh, Dowden and, and Merriweather, they've shown a big. A.T. Perry, man, what? For every one catch he makes, there's two drops. Uh, he, he's been a bit of a disappointment. Sal DeVere, uh, he had the calf injury, so you can't really say one way or another with that. And with the two big linemen, okay, okay, you're not really doing a lot in these drills to, to look at it, and Miller hasn't been on the field. Which rookie or free agent has sort of stood out to you, and would it be Jordan for you? I mean, I definitely like Jordan Howden. And, look, I think that is the biggest thing is that when you see, I mean, again, he was comes from Minnesota, and he's a guy that, that just did everything that he was supposed to. He's just kind of one of those blue-collar, puts his nose down, does what he needs to, but he's really intelligent. He can play in the box. He can play in the slot. He can do a lot of different things for the defense, and that's kind of one of the things where I remember talking with him, you know, uh, coming out when, when they gave us access to him after the draft. And that's one of the things is that, you know, look, he didn't really say, you know, he didn't want to play special teams. He didn't want to do some of this stuff originally, but he did because it was what's best for the team. And then you saw how good he was at a lot of those. And so, look, I, I think you've hit it on the head that A.T. Perry is one I think that we're all excited about. And, and look, yesterday, tough. You, tr- you throw a couple fade routes. He's just not able to make those contested catches yet. And I think it'll come in time. But, you know, of the rookies, it's got to be Howden. I, I do like Jake Taylor. I like the confidence that he's playing with. I feel like he's leaps and bounds better than anything better than what Ian Book was ever. But if you're looking at any rookie that's made an impact, I think it's Howden and other guys like that. Uh, as far as free agents go, I mean, it, it's tough other than Derek Carr. I mean, I think he's got to be, you know, number one as far as who's made the most impact so far in these OTAs. Hey, you but what do you say, yeah. Jawan Johnson? Oh, yeah, has yeah. made the biggest jump. Oh, yeah, he, he looks I, I, legit. I said that last year about Caden Ellis. You could see it early in the OTAs. His ability to get off the line was quicker, how he dropped back in coverage. You could sort of see that. He was a different player. 
I see the same thing with Jawan Johnson. Okay, he's made the kind of transition from split in now to that flex tight end. He is so smooth. He looks confident. John, did you see him drop a pass in, in the OTAs we had a chance to watch? No. He caught everything. Yeah, look, I actually looked at it. So I wrote about this earlier. And, and look, Jawan Johnson's one. I think him and Shaheen have been playing most confident. They both caught all four of their targets that they've had in OTAs. Alave only missed one, and that was because they were just a little bit out of timing. But, look, I think there's something to be said. And, and uh, what I appreciate and like most about Jawan Johnson is you're seeing a lot more of the route tree with him. So it's not just a, a one-cut thing or something small out in the flats or anything like that. This is a guy that's getting up the seam. He's running curl routes. He's making these these awesome catches. I mean, this is a guy where, again, you know, Derek Carr jokes. He's like, it's kind of hard not to see Darren Waller there. And I think he's in for such a huge, yeah. huge season. And, he, and they don't need him to be this crazy player, just be a – you know, a strong contested guy and, and make plays in the red zone when it counts, help move the sticks, and then, you know, rest to take care of itself. But he's playing with a lot of confidence right now. John, it, it, uh, it, go ahead, Bob. Yeah, last you one. know, uh, John, you know who, um, to me, you talk about rookie guys who have stood out, you know, like A.T. Perry, we want him to uh, have success. But I think given the opportunity, I think uh, the rookie from Montana, Malik Flowers, you mm, know, basically yeah. six two two oh five. He looks like he's playing with a lot of confidence, and he just got here. I mean, he looks more like the draft pick. Than Perry. Far, yeah, than Perry. Right. Well, one thing I picked up on, it was interesting, when they were doing team drills in, in red zone, Malik Flowers on a jet sweep. I mean, it was reminiscent yep. of what Rashid Shaheed was doing. I mean, so I think that stuff is thing, are things you want to see. And, and look, on this team, I will just say that there's only three spots that I would consider a lock on this team as far as at the wide receiver position, and that's Thomas, Arave, and Shahid. And, of course, we're assuming that, that Thomas is healthy. But, you know, outside of that, I think there's some battles to be had, and, and I feel like that's the, the thing you want. You've got the guys like Traquan Smith that are still, you know, who Dennis Allen said is, is healthy now, and then, um, you know, got Keith Kirkwood and other guys. But, man, you're right. Flowers is one that is, is probably quietly under the radar that I think can – and push this team and push the depth chart. John, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Always appreciate it. You do a great job, buddy. Keep it up. Thanks, John. Thanks, guys. All righty. John Hendricks, lead writer for Sports Illustrated, also for Boot Crew Media. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Temp Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.